So I'll explain things if you're new. We have a, a rather special service today. We have two special guests, and uh, this is the venerable Chandima, and he is living in Australia now, but is uh, was the principal for the school in, in uh, at Bonte's Temple for many many years. So he's one of Bonte's teachers, and uh, is Mary's not here. But Mary may have some stories about him in the book she's writing. I'm not sure. And next to him is Venerable Tulku Jamyang Yatsu. And uh, many of us have met him, and he's giving a talk tomorrow evening. So we're very honored to have you, Venerables. Thank you for being here. And uh, Venerable Chandima is going to tie the blessing bracelets for the children. And then uh, the Tulku has a special Vajrayana little gift for all the children too. So he's, he's giving them something after they get their bracelets and you'll see it. But it's a Vajrayana gift, so it's a nice combination of our Theravada tradition and the Vajrayana tradition. So what we're, my Dhamma talk today is going to be uh, very short because we have special people coming in, and a whole bunch of them. <laughs> but we're doing a blessing ceremony today for the, for the youth, so the four to 12-year-olds. And we have about, I think, 17. We have a lot of kids, so it will maybe become a little chaotic. <laughs> but what we're doing when we do a blessing ceremony, and we did it with the babies, what we're doing is, is uh, giving the children, we're giving them a Buddhist name, and we're also sending them all the best wishes and thoughts that all of us would like to send to these children as we watch them grow up. And we're not, they aren't becoming Buddhist, and their name doesn't mean they've become a Buddhist. The Buddhist name they're given represents a quality that is a, that is a fine human quality that all people could be served by developing. So when you hear their names, they all represent a, a wonderful positive quality. And uh, it's, it's way beyond whether it's, it's, the, it's a Pali word, so it's the language that the Pali canon, the, the earliest teachings of the Buddha were written in. But the word is just a, a wonderful human quality. And, um, what I'd like to just talk about a little bit before the kids come up is we don't have to raise our children to be Buddhist. That's not what we're intending. None of you have to be Buddhist. You know, we're not, uh, there's no membership, there's no group, there's nothing you have to be saved to or saved from, or there's nothing you have to join. Uh, what we want you to do, and I'm speaking especially to the parents, but that includes so many of us, and if you aren't parents, you have a lot of, you have children in your lives. Um, what we're trying to do is raise these young people that we have an influence over. We're trying to raise them to have the skills to lead a happy life and to have the skills they need to make their own choices as they get older. We don't need to make them just make the same choices we make. What we want them to do is to have fine human qualities 
and learn the skills to living a good life, a happy life. And then we can trust them. They'll make the choices that are right for them. And that's part of learning about detachment. And these are our children. These are the people we love the most in the world. But we also are learning that they're not ours to keep. And they're not ours to make into a little mirror of us. But they're ours to have uh, that wonderful time with and to have the experience of being uh, their first teachers and in helping instill them with the qualities that will make them a fine human being. And that's what all of us want to do as well. So uh, we have to trust them. One of the first things, the Buddha didn't talk a lot about children, but uh, you know, he was very close to his own son who became a monk. And uh, he, he even lost his son before the Buddha died. His son Rahula died before he did. So he was able to be Rahula's teacher for, uh, for, all, for most of his life. And uh, he was a fine monk. So the, the Buddha knew that children in his culture were very much taken care of by the family. You know, they had a very strong family sense and he, he respected that. But one thing he always told us is that we should all respect our parents. And that applies to our children and it applies to us as adults. And uh, I think an important thing about that is the, you know, we can, we can uh, train them and discipline them to respect us, but we all know the best way for our children to respect us is to, is to see our own behavior and for them to respect the people that we are and respect the way we behave in the home when no one else is around and the way they see us interact with each other and the things they see us do with our lives, that's the best way to teach them respect. And it's important for us to uh, always remember that. Any other kind of respect they may show is, it may not be based on uh, something that's really true. Um, the other thing I was thinking about when, we think, when I think about children, it comes back to our meditation practice like everything does. And the words we often use are, you know, we talk about where's your mind, where's your attention, and we'll say the words, very gently but firmly bring your attention back to your breath. Do it over and over again, over again, but it's always gently but firmly. So I think that's a good rule of thumb too when we're dealing with our children. Always be gentle, but there needs to be a firmness. There needs to be intention with our gentleness. So we can, they, they will appreciate that. You know, our kids like to know, they like to know the rules, they like to know the limits. And as long as we're gently, but firmly, always bringing them back to that, they'll be fine. And as long as we're practicing these noble skills and these noble human qualities, they will learn those qualities from us. Things like Buddha kids are wonderful because that's what the teachers, that's what they're teaching. The teachers are teaching those qualities the qualities of generosity and compassion and patience. Uh, what are some other skills that you that you teach them as parents? We know loving kindness. We know the four highest skills 
are loving kindness and compassion and equanimity and sympathetic joy. And sympathetic joy is always being joyful for the success of others. Um, so that's, that's having no selfishness. So all the qualities we think of and all their names, every time you hear their name, remember that's a quality. That's a quality we develop and then that's the best way to help them develop the same quality. So.